What's the half sound the hops got yeast that's peace? This the molten hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The molten hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. People, people take your I really like how there's instructions in that song where my our it's a show thread he's, he's had music on the show uh it's a theme song so he's a friend uh he gives everyone the instructions to have a seat and i think you should all have a seat as we're sitting here welcome to the malting hour uh i am one of the hope tony go joined always with brandon Woodinger. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded like a game show i like that uh welcome everybody to another episode of the uh we, uh, wow, the, is the theme song just going to keep playing? It's the entire thing. Yeah, that's, that's, it's very long. <laughs> that's how you end it. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, uh, as I said, uh, welcome to the Malting Hour. You know, one day this show will just run without any problems, right? No. Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, this week... Uh, Brandon and I, we we both took separate trips uh, very carefully. Um, Brandon, you went to go see your in-laws. And where'd you go see your in-laws? Where did they, they stay? Uh, we were in the state of Missouri. State of, see, I was right. So I was trying to figure... <clears throat> I'm sorry, everybody. I've got something in my throat. Hold on one second. Editor's note. <laughs> Tony has something in his throat. Mm, about a dollar for every time that happened. Hey, uh, Yeah, I was trying to tell Laura where you guys were at and i'm like they're in i think they're in missouri i think or they're in kansas either one i don't know i'm not sure where they're at well, very uh, close to kansas so. yeah no no i know that so that's what i ended up telling her i'm like mm, it's one of the two they're not far apart um and i uh, took a short trip up to michigan uh with clark uh, fan favorite clark fetridge uh we went up there and uh very safe we sat on some patios uh outside stuff social distancing and then we were at his family's home, uh, so we drank a whole bunch of beers there. So we thought it'd be, since uh, we're now in October, we thought, you know, summer's done. It's officially done, considering we already did a pumpkin beer episode, but it's officially done. We thought it'd be fun to uh, talk about our trips, uh, and what uh, and we grabbed some beers, right? You grab some beers, I grab some beers, we're going to drink these beers. We're not sharing the same beers, we just happen to have beers from our trips. Correct. What are we, but we're doing something special first. We've done this before. Uh, in fact, I just listened to the old Halloween episode. We drank the Almond Joy beer um, on it. Ah, yes. Last year's Halloween beer that we brewed together, which, man, kind of wish I still had some. Not that I want to drink it all the time, but I remember, I remember it being very good. It turned out great, and apparently we all thought it was good on the yeah. show. No, I liked it. But you and got a chance to brew a beer, man. I did. What did you brew? Tell us all about so, it, baby. So before I went off on vacation, um, actually the day before I went... Uh, I ended up brewing uh, an Oktoberfest. So the grains that I used, basically, I kind of searched around looking to see what like Hofbrau uses for their Oktoberfest. And then I found a couple of other a good um, choice. recipes online and just kind of switched some of the malt a little bit and ended up with something that I think turned out decent. Um, and this is the first beer that I've actually brewed that I, I've nailed all my numbers 
100%. So, um, I, and well, the, the OG was maybe a little bit off, but Final Gravity hit perfectly. So I was pleased with that. What is the the alcohol of the the alcohol? Uh, um, what, what is the alcohol of this? What's the ABV uh, of this beer? How drunk is this beer? Uh, it <laughs> is, I think, six point nine. Wow, that that's pretty good for an Oktoberfest. So, uh, I, I poured myself a glass right before we started. And by the way, great job on the burst carbonation. You did it perfectly. It is fully carbonated. And I took a, the first smell that I have from it. It was funny because while you were gone, I was watching your cats. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, Aggie <laughs> did ask me to come take care of them while you were gone. So it was very, very long note. Uh, it was very nice. And you had me check on your beer. And it was funny when I opened up your office where you're fermenting your beer. It was very like in your face. Holy cow, a beer is fermenting in here. And I was like, whoa, OK, so that's just chugging along. Um, the first smell that I got from this beer was kind of like that, like yeasty and not mm-hmm. in a bad way in a very good way like oh okay like you know oktoberfest beers normally don't smell like that and now that i'm smelling it again it just smells like a good oktoberfest beer <laughs> and i'll be honest brandon so when i took the sip i <laughs> i took a sip i put it down and I went holy shit brandon dude this is fucking delicious this is really really good and and it's and i sound like i'm shocked like i can't believe you did this but honestly like <laughs> Dude, this is something that I feel like you should make every Oktoberfest. I will go in on it with you, brew it for me, give me a gallon keg of it, whatever. I'm happy that I've got a full freaking growler of this. This is delicious, man. It's sweet. It's and and you didn't even lager it, and it doesn't taste that way. It has that 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 it, it's very clean tasting, but it's sweet. It's everything that and and malty. It's everything that I want from an Oktoberfest beer. And man, I just I couldn't be prouder prouder of you this is fantastic yeah thanks man yeah i was pleasantly surprised with how it turned out the only Mm. issue i'm having with it is for some reason like it's just really heady coming off the tap Mm. so i gotta kind of pour it slow and i've like i've raised the temperature in the kegerator Mm -hmm. i even lowered the psi so my serving pressure on this i've got it at like eight um, you, could, you could probably, I mean, if you want, you could release pressure, like purge the keg, like take it off the gas, purge the keg, maybe even drop it down to like five or six PSI. It also could be how warm your or your hose is, but you've poured beer off there before and it hasn't been very heady. So maybe well, just this try is releasing the, This is pressure. also the new kegerator or the, the new dual tap and the dual, the dual tap line is insulated. So, oh yeah. So that shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be. And the, hey guys, it's, the it, it's, it's, it's me, Clark. It's Clark. Clark. Whoa, 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 whoa. Clark's here. You are coming in also I, very loud. I need you to back up from whatever microphone I, you're using. I wanted I wanted you, you to know I was here. What are you doing? Oh, you didn't know I was here. No. Which this is oh. it's my, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have told you I was gonna hack into the <laughs> Why is there the, the dramatic music play? <laughs> It's now time for Clark's interlude with Clark. I want to offer those exact sentiments that Tony offered about Brandon's new beer. I think it's delicious, <laughs> yeasty, and sweet. Uh, hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> hi, Clark. Uh, hey, Clark. So, so here's the thing, everybody. Uh, we fooled you. We knew Clark was actually going to be here. I just thought it would be funny if he jumped on in. Uh, Clark is uh, was kind enough on the last show to 
jump in and, and give us factoids and, and kind of help out with the show. And we thought it'd be fun if there was a chance that he's available that he does it. We're not going to talk to him all the time. In fact, I'm going to make it a point to forget he's there until he jumps in, just like he did. Yeah, I had so many things to say. You were talking about the delicious beer Brandon made, which I agree yeah. with. And you're yeah, talking about talk K-Graders. About Okay. Well, actually, yeah, you can and talk cake graders. So you can I got some both. questions for Brandon too. Lay yeah, out, but the, the beer, I agree with everything you said, Tony. On the nose, it, beautiful, yeasty, a little sweet, great mouthfeel, everything. I'm gonna have a hard time not drinking this all tonight, which is terrible because I'm for manager sure. tomorrow. It's it's so good, Brandon. It, it is really awesome, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah, I like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, not that I was worried because the day actually went smoothly you know everything kind of went as planned so with that sweet uh, ass wort chiller that you got hell yeah dude that thank you cold break uh that yeah the wort chiller was awesome um and then the new setup i got i mean i just felt better like having the way the way my water set up coming in off the hose you know i bought the connections to actually run it straight into the kettle instead of like you know pouring it over the side and so like all of it kind of i had like my lines set up so everything kind of went as smoothly as possible, and I didn't drink until it was done, so it was good. Um, I did, that, I did that, not do something stupid. As I say, that's my, that's Mike's golden rule for when it comes to brewing. Uh, you got to wait until you're like, yeah, to the boil at least to have your first beer. I, I now wait until I'm ending the mash to have my first beer. Yeah. Especially when I have like an easy hop schedule. Yeah, and I think for this, I didn't crack a beer until like I was halfway through the boil because that was like my last edition. Um, and then I was just whatever, cracked open. A, I think, oh, one of the pumpkin beers that I had left over that I bought from that mix six. Uh, so, yeah, so after that, it was smooth sailing um, and it was, you know, I was efficient. I cleaned up as I went. So like by the time I was done, really all I had to clean out was the kettle. So it's it's kind of nice to do a brew day on your own. Uh, not that I don't enjoy brewing with friends. I, I do actually, I, I miss brewing, especially with both you guys, because you guys are the two that I brew with the most other than Mike. Uh, but it is kind of nice when you're brewing on your own, you have that opportunity to just kind of be there and be like, okay, well I can clean this up and make sure it, it makes the, the brew day so much more efficient. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please. no go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, Clark, Clark, you're still there. Correct. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> so you also have a new kegerator and, and, and the, the, you do have a dual, um, tap on that one yep. as well. Yep. So dual tap. do you have any issues with the, the head, uh, too much head on a beer or have you had any, uh, the uh, only time, the only time I've had issues was during, right in the middle of the summer and it was really hot. I think something with the humidity kind of messed that up. But lately, the two kegs I have connected right now are behaving very well. Mm. Um, but there have been some that I have had issues with. Okay. So maybe but it's I've just... learned. Yeah. I mean, as you guys probably know, and as some of our listeners know, I think uh, apparently long lines and apparently it can take a couple of days or up to a week for the cake to get conditioned, as I've read, which I don't necessarily believe. But um, yeah. Don't believe the don't believe what you see on the internet. It's not always Yeah, but I've noticed with my K-grader and real tap that I can boost up the PSI and the CO2 to close to 10 and it behaves much better. When I was just pouring from a a homebrew keg with a tap handle or what what's the word? picnic tap? Is that the word? Yep. Picnic tap? Uh I had to have it down to like 3 yep. or 4. So, hmm. it's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, no rhyme or like reason. The- 
yeah, the old tap, uh, the single tap I had on here, um, again, like really no different setup. Although, actually, if I look at the single tap, that one doesn't even look like it was insulated. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that one I never really had. Mine. Yeah, I never really had too, too bad of an issue with that one. Um, I, I originally had thought like, because, you know, I force carved it and I was shaking the beer up. I had shaken it up yesterday morning. Um, and then I dropped the the PSI on it. Um, and then I, you know, did a release and then I let it sit for like, I don't know, like two hours maybe. And then I went to pour some off and it was still kind of foamy. I was like, oh, maybe I just shook it up too much. Um, and then I dropped, that's when I, because I was, had it initially at about like 10 PSI. I dropped it down to seven. Um, still coming out a little foamy. I turned the temp, the, the temperature up on the kegerator, make it a little colder in there. See if that makes a difference, but I don't know. Like I haven't run into the issue before, so yeah. Just yeah what temperature should you have it at? I don't, I don't know what the temp in there is. Like six. It's it's gonna freeze, man. Yeah. And you're, it's not good. Dang, dangerous. No, I mean that's what it was. That's what it's been at before. So. Um, Oh, a six. <laughs> I no, no, no. Oh, a six. A dial. You were being serious. Okay, yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I no. thought the same thing you did, Clark. I thought you were being, I thought you were being sarcastic. Six Brandon. degrees, like, yeah. So like, so yeah, six degrees. Like, ooh, that's a problem. No. no, I don't know what the actual temperature is in there, but like on the dial. Um, oh, that would make, gear. that would help. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe grab uh, your ink bird and um, throw it in there and see if you can get a temperature reading uh, what's in there and then, you know, mess around with the dial. Maybe it's just a little too warm. Yeah, maybe it'll do like, that. Just warm enough. And um, a quick question for Brandon before we move on from the keg writer talk. Uh, on the uh, last after the final pour, you mentioned you got a keg from Revolution of Freedom of Speech or one of the freedoms. Yep. Yeah. How did that work out? How long did you have that in there? Because I just bought a uh, sixth barrel of uh, Antihero, and I've never Very had jealous. a commercial. Very like, jealous. Like two weeks. Um, <laughs> oh. We went through it. We went through it really quick because two well, weeks isn't if you drank it that fast. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm not, like as I assume mine will be in there for at least a month. I just don't want it to get bad. Yeah. Uh, so your 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 recommendation is just drink it as quick as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, you guys are both I, safe with I those type of things. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you're both safe. You think about like restaurants and and bars that have bigger kegs that are on tap, and you know some beers sit there for a while. And I'd say a month is probably pretty good for what you can go for, uh, Clark, especially with Antihero. What did what did they charge? Did you say you got a six a six tool? Yeah, yeah. What did they charge you for that one? I think it was 80 plus the $50 deposit plus the deposit. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and I think that's what the freedom of speech was too. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad I did that. Um, when I'm done self quarantining again, uh, I may swing over, try out half acre this time and see if I can get something. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I saw some barrel of uh, a hot butcher beer the other day. I'm like, Ooh, boy, that would be in a, in a keg a problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I, yeah. I'm, we can talk off mic here, but I'd be happy. Exactly. To Maybe all three of us can go in on that and just fill up some growlers or whatever. I don't Perfect. Care. That yeah. sounds awesome. <clears throat> but that's the other thing I still need to do with the kegerator thing is drilling another hole for the gas line. Because I had I had been keeping my regulator inside because I only had a single tap, so it wasn't that big of an issue. Uh, but I've got a dual regulator. Um, and then 
like literally trying to fit two kegs and the regulator in there was like, it's like a pain in the ass. Um, so I moved it back to the outside ran the line in and I bought off of Amazon. I bought some more line. Um, and it came with like the quick disconnect hoses and everything like that. So I'm going to drill. I don't know. I found my, I have a circular bit and I'm going to draw this, drill the smallest hole that I can just enough to get the line through there. See what happens. So cool. Um, but I did, I, I am fucking psyched that I got. So I also ended up buying quick disconnects for the, uh, the beer lines too. Good idea. Um, yeah, so I was so happy I got those, and it was just I switched out or I put them on the new on the new beer line that's not taken yet, um, and then I think when this keg's finished, I'll pull that line off and I'll switch that one to a quick disconnect. Yeah, I need to do some house cleaning with my uh, kegerator here because there's two lines that I've not used, and I think it's time that I and I've not used them maybe in months, and I haven't even looked at them, but I think it's time I swap those out, get some new lines. And clean my current lines that I'm running uh, some beer through because I'm about to brew some more beer and officially try my hand at a, a hard a hard seltzer. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, the, the, I think we talked. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know where we talk about things anymore. I don't know if it's the show or or when we're just texting or whatever. But uh, the three of us have uh, not in the same text group, but separately uh, decided that. Because of how the pumpkin beer episode went, uh, we're going to brew some pumpkin beers. Brandon, you and I are going to brew the same beer. And Clark, you had mentioned uh, doing your uh, Mr. Rumpkin. Is that right? Clark? Yes, sir. Yep. Um, I, I, if you guys are interested, if we're brewing anytime soon, if it's ready, I feel like we just revisit the whole pumpkin beer thing one more time and talk about the beers that we made because it's what we wanted instead of what we got. Can we get a yay on that maybe? Yay. Yeah, I'm down. All right, excellent. Um, so the one thing interesting I did notice about your so there's no actual pumpkin in the beer. Correct. I have stressed that uh, on the very first episode that we did the pumpkin beers. Uh, and the reason why I know that because, I mean, number one, it's my feeling on it. But number two, I also said this on the first time we did the pumpkin beer. I don't, for me personally, don't see a need to put the pumpkin in it. Uh, Clark, I know you do actually use pumpkin in your beer. Me personally, mm-hmm. I'd Mine is is more of a pumpkin. I, I'm I'm shooting for a pumpkin pie beer this time around, like a pumpkin pie. I'm using flaked oats, uh, a little bit of lactose, and then the the seasonings of uh, nutmeg, cinnamon, allspice, and 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 that's it. Um, I'm I'm just I don't I've never used pumpkin in a beer. I have no desire to. So Clark, does your beer have pumpkin in it? It does. It has a fair amount. And what I do first is I actually roast it with a bunch of spices to try and at least get something from it when it's and it's I do put it in the mash, too. I think it gets more color from that than anything else. But, you know, my pumpkin beer is one of the better ones I've made. So I figure I'd just keep up, keep up. You do. You do say that it is one of your better homebrews. And Brandon, as I was talking earlier today, I say maybe you do something different if you want Maybe you add pumpkin to the recipe that you and I are going to brew uh, separately, but you know we're using the same recipe. Maybe you add pumpkin to it. Yeah, it'd have to be like canned pumpkin or something. That'd probably be the easiest to do. Isn't that? What oh, that's what I. Do. That's all yeah. I do. Yep. All right, but anyways, I thought you said um, you roasted pumpkin. He does. He well, I roast it. that, so oh. it gets a little caramelized. Yeah. Fucking smart. If you, you go back, the mash, go back you... to that episode, we discussed all of this. I if anybody wants to go back, it's uh, October 29th, 
2000, 2019 on the 212 roundtable. We discuss all of this. You should go back because it's October, baby. Um, but that's a I good question. To that do you, when do you throw the, your pumpkin in? Do you put it in the mash or do you put it? Uh, yep, I put it in the mash for the whole hour. Oh, that makes sense. I huh. call that the malting hour, if you will. Hey! Oh, Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am your host, Tony, joined always with... Brandon Winninger. And our side guy... Clark. <laughs> All right, know, so you're allowed know. to talk when we throw to you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Clark. Yeah, Clark. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, th- well, now that we've got all that out of the way, Brandon, uh, congratulations on this beer, man. It is, it is very good. I really like it. Um, I would, honestly, I would drink this whenever. Um, if this becomes a beer that you decide to brew all the time, count me in. I'd be happy, more than happy to come by and help you drink it. Um, if you are worried about it going bad, you know, when I bring this growler back over, I can bring my own growler and fill it up again because this I, this is something I could definitely drink, dude. Congratulations. This is, Thanks, this is a very, very, very tasty beer. I'm very happy for you that you got to, to do another beer that turned out great uh, as opposed to your last time with the Hefeweizen that did not turn out. And I'm glad you stuck with it. And this is, it's really good, dude. Yeah. That was just the fucking hose. Fuck that hose. Like, Fuck or that hose. Or no, the chiller. The fucking wart chiller. Do you guys know that WAP stands for wings and pizza? Dude, we got to make a rap. <laughs> I got to make a rap about WAP. Reason... Maybe I'll Google that. Here we go. I'm just nope, going to read exactly. Nope, nope, nope. Everything we're going to we're going to go. We're going to move on to what this episode is all about. Well, isn't that what you wanted me here for? To just kind of chime in with various bits of information. So you said sure. WAP. Let me just. Uh... Yeah. Why don't you confirm what WAP means? Because I'm pretty sure it means wings and pizza. Oh, goo. Wet ass pilsner. Wet That's ass right. pilsner. That's correct. All right. Uh, all right. Now that we've we've gone through all this, uh, the real reason why we're here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is to talk about vacation beers, baby. Brandon, you and I have done this before, um, but the last time, you know, we were together and we were able to, to share some beers together. This time, it's a little different. We're going to drink some beers separately and and, and talk about them. Uh, all right. Anyways, uh, so let Brandon, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, and technically, Clark, even though you're the side guy, you're our side piece. Side chick. <laughs> you're our side chick when it comes to this show. Uh, you and I did this trip together, so... Technically, I guess you're a guest on this one. It just kind of feels appropriate that maybe you kind of should be. But, you know, you'll be able to um, fact check things I'm talking about. That's for sure. But also be able to, you know, bring up things that Brandon might miss. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Um, Brandon, uh, would you like to go first? Or sure. Go first? Uh, so the first one, I have not opened it yet. I'm opening it now. Mm. Um, I got this one. It's a local area brew from uh, the Kansas City area. Casey, what, what? It is, it is called the Mad Scientist Experimental Series Number 4 from, looks like, Wichita Brewing Company in Wichita, Kansas. It is a New England-style Double India Pale Ale. Ooh. And it says, Double IPA DDH with Lotus and Sultana Hops. Mm. But. I'm not familiar with drinking either one of those hops. Maybe Lotus. Would you say Santana was the other one? Yeah, uh, like, Carlos like... Santana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sultana hops. Oh, Sultana. Sultana. I don't know that hop, that's for sure. Oh, oh it's very heady. Mm. 
Nothing like a good heady beer. This is yeah, weird to do it this way. Yeah. Says so they so leave the beer unfiltered. It's an unfiltered beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if there's any like interesting facts on the side of the can. Mm, yes, that's important. It says keep cold, drink fresh. That's an interesting fact. That is literally all it says except for the government warning. Oh. Uh, no fun stories to read. Uh, interesting looking can, though. Um, as far as the color goes, um, from what I can see on top of all this fucking head, um, <laughs> so angry about the head. Yeah, dude, pissing me off. I've been dealing with. Hell. No, there's a picture on Untapped here where it's got like a four inch head in the glass. I see what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. so it's it be might be intentional, um, but it's definitely hazy. Um, What's that aroma, cool. baby? Uh, again, so that's got to be, I don't see, I don't know if I've ever smelt or like you said, like dealt with Lotus or Sultana, because this is not like a hop smell that I, I can tell it's hops, but it's totally different than anything I've smelt before. I like that you're using um, smelt like the, the word, like the fish smelt. Yeah. I don't even smell. Well, and then he said dealt about half a second later. <laughs> I've never smelt and dealt with this before. Ooh, yeah. Maybe you're just making a rhyme all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes the Chicago comes out. What do you want? Hey, I uh, smelt that. Don't oh. worry about... Oh, that's more New York. Sorry. Yeah, half these I... pictures on Untapped have huge amounts of head. It's interesting. So, interesting side note about the your Chicago accent turned uh, New York accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is... It was on Amazon Video, I think. There's a Jim Gaffigan special that was on there, and he was in Canada. And he kept doing Canadian ac- accents, and they all sound like... New Yorkers, and, and he kept doing. He's like, this guy doesn't even know what a Canadian is. He's never, he's never met a Canadian before. We don't sound like that. And I was like, man, oh, every, yeah, I love Jim Gaffigan, but yeah. So uh, aroma is awesome. Again, like nothing I've you know nothing you can compare it to like yeah. fruity, piney, anything. Oh, oh it's definitely fruity. Uh, okay. It's fruity, not so much piney. I can smell the sugar. Like it, there's a strong maltiness that's like coming through. Mm, this sounds like my cup of tea or cup of brew. Um, yeah, same Sorry. thing. So it, it, as far as New England IPAs go, it tastes like, you know, other New England IPAs that I have had that haven't been made in New England. Um, you could definitely tell they're, they're attempting it. It just tastes like a, like a really solid double IPA. Did- um, light on the mouthfeel. Uh, not like super creamy. Did you get this from the brewery or from um, a shop? I got this from like, yeah, the shop. Like I, I did a, I did a mix six out there. Ooh, this guy's smart, man. Yep. Yeah. Because, and I, I told you the story. So we were trying to go to a brewery that is in, um, their home cha- uh, hometown called angry Swede brewing company. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, and it's in an old bank. So like they still make use of the vault. Uh, the basement of the bank actually in the twenties was a speakeasy and they've got that like still set up down there. So, uh, I was super excited to check it out. We never got a chance to, so something to look forward to next time we go down there. Yeah. When you're describing that place to me, it sounded super cool. Um, would like to have gone or maybe go one day. Maybe we'll go together and drink with your father-in-law. Who's a very cool guy. Yeah, dude. And then he can take us flying. 
Cool. Laura would love if I did that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> After going to a brewery. Hey, yeah. we're going to a brewery. Now we're going to go flying. Now we're going to fly. Um, well, that's cool. That's um, the, So it's funny that that's what you went with because the, the first beer that I'm going to do here uh, is Full Turbo. Batch number four, double IPA, 8% alcohol, <laughs> awesome. volume one pint from transient artisan ale so as i was saying clark and i made a, a trip up there uh clark's family has a home up there so if you guys want to go bother clark if he ever pisses you off while you're listening to him on the show go find him in michigan i'm telling you what uh but clark and i decided to make a whole day of it and actually um i'm currently piecing together a little bit of video that we took uh while we were up there doing some beer reviews um at one point clark and i get into a fight uh which is very early on we missed out on two of the breweries that we wanted to go to but transient was probably uh, clark would you say one of the better stops i'd say it was one of the better stops the more uh one of the breweries that had the more interesting uh options for us at least now, and it's been a go-to it... for us yeah Sorry, go ahead. I was I was just going to chime in and say, where exactly is Transient for those that don't yeah, know? Yeah, Transient is in Bridgman, Michigan, just between That's New Buffalo and St. Joe. Very uh, quaint little town where tapestry brewing is over there, and Greenbush isn't far away, correct? Or my yeah, Greenbush is just a couple uh, couple minutes uh, down the road, actually. Yeah, and I've been to, I've been to tapestry. a couple minutes up the road. Yeah. Yeah, that that day was the weather was was great. And when we went there, we tried, if I'm not mistaken, two Imperial Stouts a piece and something hazy. Maybe I I could be confused that that, at that point of the day, it was a lot. You're right. No, I I definitely had two. uh, We just had two stouts. We just had two stouts. Yeah, it looks like I had Bark Lord and that Peso and Sam. One had cinnamon that we both liked. Yes, that was uh, that was was that Bark Lord? Bark Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they had a whole bunch of, of, of random bottles for sale. And uh, my neighbor, Jeff, as we all know, Jeff, uh, fan favorite as well, just like Clark. Um, his daughter, Christina, always gives me beers from New Glarus. So I decided to pay it forward. And I bought a beer that was a, which I found out as a Berliner Weiss. It is a, it's on there, it just says sour wheat ale with Michigan cherries. And I tried that last Sunday and it was also very good. But this one, uh, this was the beer that we brought back. It is a hazy New England uh, IPA, a double IPA, but it's, you know, this is a New England IPA for sure. It smells great. Kind of smells like, um, you know, candy fruit, almost like not bubble gum, but uh, I don't know. There's like a sweetness to it and it's not like super citrusy, I guess is what I kind of expect from these New England IPAs. And I'll say this, I've already taken a sip while we were, when you guys were talking or what Clark was answering for me about transient um my first impression of this beer when i first had it i wasn't super stoked about it um in fact my i think my untapped check-in wasn't all that that great to be honest uh i think i was just kind of like man i don't think this is worth 18 dollars <laughs> or however much we paid for it uh sorry transient i do like what you do but uh i guess i was just having an off night right now was this um, the four pack you were telling me about yes okay mm. Drinking it now, it's very light. It's kind of crisp, and, and and I think Clark, you when you checked it in, you said it kind of reminded you of like a lager. And yeah, I, I wrote that, that. I said it was nice, and then I wrote and creamy question mark, and then I said lager or Kolsch 
yeast yeah. finish at the end. It's <laughs> it's, it's like a lot of things going on that don't really work together. I wasn't a it wasn't bad by any means, but I just wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah, and I felt the same way. I was kind of underwhelmed and maybe it's because I'm drinking this after that we had the Oktoberfest, but I like it a lot more now. It's it's that creaminess is there. I think it's very refreshing. It's kind of like this candied fruit New England IPA double A for it being 8% that blows my mind because it does have that Kolsch lagery finish to it. So I feel like I was a little too harsh on the first time I had it. So I'm going to go back and check this in tonight and, and update it to a little bit higher. Um, I, 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 I haven't, I think when I checked it in, I didn't even give it a low rating. Did I give it a low rating? You, you didn't, I don't see a check in from you. Oh boy. <laughs> then I'm safe baby. Cause I'm going to give this a great check in tonight. Um, Fantastic. yeah, out of all the breweries <laughs> went to transient was the most satisfying. I feel like, cause it was right before we went to back to, or we went to your, your family's home and, and hung out and flew a drone for a little bit. I mean, who doesn't want to fly a drone like a little kid, um, before we went to watermark, which is, I do my, my, my second beer. Um, but yeah, I, this is Brandon. I think you'd like this beer. Um, I having it now, Clark, do you still have a can of this left? No, I finished both of them actually. Hmm. And honestly, the second time I had the second time I had it, I sort of had the same feel. It was fine, perfectly good. I'd drink it again, just nothing as yeah, you said, not right. worth the price point. Yeah, I, I would have it if it was untapped, and I feel like that's it. Untapped, not untapped. <laughs> Can't even yeah. talk. It's no juices loose, which is their uh <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, we 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 had a we stopped at what was it? How many breweries total? Four? Three. Yes. Four? I run Well, we stopped or went in? Uh, went into. <laughs> we actually drank at three breweries. Oh, so Burnham Brewing in oh, Michigan four, City. Four, four. Yeah, there we go. Then we tried to go to uh, Beer Church in New Buffalo, too crowded. Then we yeah. tried to go to Ghost Isle I've in, been there. Uh, in New Buffalo, too crowded. So we hopped on over to a big farm, a new place called mm-hmm. River St. Joe, which is kind of a farm to table type place. Really neat location. Great outside uh, sitting. Yeah. The interesting beers think we may have been served the wrong beers at one point, but then we think maybe we weren't. Uh, but if you want a $25 hanger steak, that seems like the place to go out there. The place exactly. is very cool. I'm I'm only knocking it because I didn't get a steak, which I probably would totally paid $25 for that steak. Cause it was Next time. Yeah. And then we ended up transient and then watermark. Oof. You know, and I'll, and I'll tell this story once I get to that beer, because we're going to take a break here in a second, but watermark is really kind of becoming my favorite Michigan brewery. Ooh. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's, it gets better and better. And it's funny because the story that you told me, because you joined the mug club when they were opening. And I remember the first time you went you were like, eh, not that great. And then every time after that, it's every time I've been there or you've been there, the beers are just on point. Very good. And the spot's very nice. But we'll get into that when we return from this break. Can we go to a break? Right. Sorry. I'm, I'm jumping, jumping gun here. We're, we're going to take a break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the interlude into the break. <laughs> It sounds so sad. 
And now, rhyming time with Jeff Jargonal. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. You do it. My turn. My I'll... turn. Whoa. Yes! Oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to this song the other day. What is this? This is Ween. You remember the little nineties? Yeah. No. What? Wait for the chorus. Maybe it's like it, it, it was famous because of Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Well, wait for the chorus. Melody user of your love. Enough. <laughs> Anything, Clark? No, nothing. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Ghost cookie season. And we're back. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I like ghost cookies. Oh, yeah. Those ghost cookies. Oh, okay, Clark. Um, as our side piece, uh, you're in charge of getting us ghost cookies for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, so what's the uh, ghost cookie episode? What kind of beers do we drink with that? Uh, you know what? That That's just the Halloween episode. That's when we do our pumpkin beers, and we have ghost cookies, too. Perfect. Becca is planning. So my mom used to make uh, witch finger cookies. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's basically like an almond cookie. And then like 
the fingernail is like an almond sliver, and my mom would dip it in like raspberry jelly. So Didn't it looked like make those for the Halloween. She did, year? yeah, yeah, yeah. So she planned on making like she wants to do a whole bunch this year to like give to people. So I'll take some. Yeah. Um, I will for sure take some. Uh, I think by the time, I mean, if you guys are comfortable, you know, as we 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 share this with the the whole world right now, uh, as five people in Russia have listened to this show, maybe they listen to current shows, maybe they're current listeners. I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe the pumpkin beers that we brew, we might actually be able to get together in one place and, and drink them together. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that's what we can, we're going to do, but it's a possibility. And, and then maybe we have some ghost cookies and finger cookies as well. Yeah, we can definitely give it a shot. Great. Plan towards that at least. Uh, that That is the plan. Uh, yep. Welcome back uh, to, to the malting hour. If you're listening to the only the second half, well, Go back and listen to the first half because we did a whole lot of talking there and some drinking at that point. Uh, just some highlights. Uh, Clark showed up. Um, we drank Brandon's Oktoberfest. Uh, we drank, uh, well, Brandon drank a beer that he got from Kansas City, uh, New England IPA. And I drank a beer from Michigan, uh, Transients. What did I get? Full turbo. Full turbo. <laughs> The cans turned, yeah. The cans are full, full turbo. So we're talking about uh, vacation beers as summer has now ended, and we are officially in fall uh, here in Chicago. It is uh, tonight. We have a frost warning. I don't know if you guys know that. It's going to be pretty cold. No, it's going to get real cold, and I don't think my jalapenos are going to survive. Uh-oh. Anyways, uh, moving on. Let's go back to you, Brandon. Um, what uh, what else did you grab while you were out there? Actually, before we get the, before we do that, was there anything you were looking for specifically while you're out there, or were you just like, here are some beers that I I don't know of, I don't recognize, and this is what I'm going to grab from a mix six. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, that's um, awesome. I was you know specifically looking for things that I I haven't had, um, but and I was kind of going with styles that I'm familiar with, so the New England IPA. Um, was one. Uh, the next one that I actually have here uh, is an oatmeal stout. Ooh, man. So side note, I have recently bought, actually, I should say I helped my dad out this week and he's like, let me buy you something. And I said, no, dad, I don't need any food. We were going to the grocery store. He's like, well, let me get you some shrimp. And I said, no, dad, I've got a ton of food at home. And he said, let me get you a six pack. And I said, no problem. So I got uh, an oatmeal stout. I got, what is it? The poet from uh, New Holland, which is an oatmeal stout. And I absolutely love that but i love that beer too that's what i just think it's funny you go into the store with your dad hey hey let me buy you some shrimp (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was because he was buying shrimp for himself he's like ah the the hot bar they got these really good uh you know fried shrimps oh okay people are gonna be like hey here's a bag of frozen (laughs) shrimp thanks for helping me (laughs) that was what i was thinking when he told me like let me get you some shrimp i'm like what is it on sale but no he was actually buying like the the cooked shrimp from the hot bar Uh, and i was like dad can't you spring for the crab legs come on Man, <laughs> as Come you guys on, Raj. know, Come on. My, that's how my dad sounds. Hey, let me get you some shrimp. It's me, Raj, from the Christmas episode. Forget about it. Hey, I'm walking here. Sounds Sorry. like he's from New York or fucking, Canada. Fucking Canadians. <laughs> Canadians. So, what's the uh, oh, we don't have any listeners, listeners in Canada, so we can say that. But, no, man. we do. We actually do. We oh. do. There, there, there was some hits in Canada, man. Oh, what am I talking about? Ooh. Tell us about this oatmeal stuff that you got. Uh, so this is uh, the free it's, it's and it literally is just called oatmeal stout. That is fantastic. That's like a Mike way of, of, of naming beers. That's what Mike does. Mike doesn't like giving names to beers, which I understand. He likes to just name it what it is. Me and you 
and Clark, I mean, we just like to give it some pizzazz, you know? So actually, and I never told you, the Oktoberfest is actually called Mein Kind, which is <laughs> my child in German. Which is great, but in my thoughts, when I hear mine, my first thought goes to Mein Kampf. Thanks. Oh, these times. I'm going to Google that, too. And hold on oh, a second. Oh, I'm going to oh, Google that. Uh, Brandon, just go ahead and talk about the oatmeal <laughs> stout. We'll let Clark figure uh, that out on his own. Yeah, so oatmeal stout from Free State Beer. Oh, oh, Free State Brewing Company. It says Free State Beer, Free State Brewing Company. Um, ooh, there's words. I like words. <clears throat> Free State Brewing Company, established in 1989, is the original craft brewery in the Great Plains region. We continue to enjoy exploring both new and traditional flavors in beers and pairing them with good food, lots of laughter, and lively conversation. Hashtag because without beer. What? (laughs) Wait, what? Is that how it ends? It it literally, in, in lively conversations, period. Hashtag because... Just hashtag the words because without beer. I I don't understand that. I'm lost. I wish we had a guy that would look uh. shit up like that. Um, so I, actually, and there's Sorry, also... If you look into that, that'd be great. Well, uh, there's so, working on it. Yeah, just look up... <laughs> maybe just Google hashtag because without beer. Um, so, I can't wait for that to be the regular thing where Clark just goes working on it. <laughs> Yeah, because then at one point we can just have that recorded. He doesn't even actually have to talk. We could just play that, and then he can talk when he finds something. It's uh, even easier. <laughs> uh, a coffee-like brew finishing soft and velvety from a rich foundation of oats with subtle vanilla notes. We brew a- Free State Oatmeal Stout from seven <laughs> malts and roasted grains offering full-bodied flavor. All right. So have you, you haven't tried this one yet until right now? I have right? not. Um, but this thing is like black as night. It is super dark, like yeah, the, crazy dark. The, Holy cow! I'm gonna do the old light test with the uh, phone manometer. Oh, I thought you were do the old light test with the bulb. Uh, Clark, did you find anything on what this actually means? Hashtag because nothing yet. Still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is, it, it's crazy how dark this is. Um, I'm going to take a picture, uh, because like I, I'm shining the light through it and it's like not even, there's no light whatsoever going through. Uh, and the head is brown. So, Ooh, I like pleasant. that. I, li- I like that. You know, I have yet to do a stout that the head is like a, a, a brownish. I kind of like that. I feel like, I don't know, like, you know. You eat. They say you eat with your eyes. I feel like you also drink with your eyes. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, um, I prefer that with a stout. Like I feel like I'm getting something very roasty and rich when I see like a dark head. That, exactly. Um, so how do how do I describe this beer? Malty. Uh, it's definitely malty. <laughs> um, the nose on it it reminds me of like Guinness, actually. So huh. it's kind of kind of kind of got that Guinness um aroma to it uh and the actual body of it is i would say just lighter than guinness that's funny because we you and i just did uh which is coming out next week 
the after the final pour of an organic um, stout, we kind of felt the same way about. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's very similar to that. Uh, the, so the, the description on this is pretty well spot on. I, I get that oat flavor and it says subtle vanilla and it is very subtle if even there at all. Like I'm curious to see if it says like when this was bottled. Cause I'm wondering if like those subtle notes would fall off at some point. Yeah. That's the problem with some of those mixed six packs is that, uh, unless there's, I think we've said this before in the show that, you know, some places that sell mixed six packs, those are old beers are trying to get rid of. So be sure to look at the dates on those cans and bottles if they have them, if they don't, well, you're, you're just kind of, you're, you're rolling the dice on if it's a fresh beer or not. I, I do know places that, uh, definitely just use the mix six for old beers. And then I know of other places that kind of have a mix. So you got to just kind of look at those bottles and cans, everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, this says best by 1030. Oh, you're fine. That's yeah. just, I mean, that's, I don't think it's something that I think the vanilla notes are probably coming from the actual beer itself and not vanilla being added. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Is but, but again, it's super, would... super subtle. Um, and it says coffee like, and I don't get coffee. Yeah, I feel like coffee almost is a generic term when it comes to stouts at this point. Yeah, uh, I feel like I, I get it, and even roasty. But I mean, th- that's that's what you get from a stout or a porter. You get those roasty and coffee notes. And but if you're gonna say like coffee, you almost want it to be like, oh, I had a sip of coffee, but like cold coffee that was carbonated and had yep. alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah, I feel like which funnily, let me taste that. Yeah, so funnily enough, what kind of that just struck in my head, Ooh, I was like, man, funny, I like that. so that that um, so I, I think if I do that, if I do that beer this weekend, um, I do like the addition of pumpkin. And then when we did the the pumpkin episode, I had that coffee pumpkin beer. Ah, uh, yes, the vanilla wafer th- beer. Throwing like, hey. you know, a pack of like a 12 ounce bag of, you know, ground coffee into the mash. I'll tell you this. The best way to do that is to do, add cold brew coffee. That's what I thought. You're yeah. <clears throat> do that. Cause otherwise you get a little bit of a astringency to it uh, when it's super hot. The oh yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm telling you, man, I think that'd be fun if you and I did the same recipe, but you added something to it, add the pumpkin, add the coffee. And then all three of us get to try three different uh, pumpkin beers. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, everyone's own recipe and the other, yeah. for the most part. Cool. So yeah. did you find Are... out about that because thing? <laughs> I still got nothing. But I did see they're over 25 years old. So, Wow, that's an old this brewery. brewery. That's it. What is Brandon, it, would, you, would you drink that beer again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I would, I would drink it again. I wouldn't seek it out um, because I, there's so many better stouts out there. Um, but I would definitely drink it again. And then I don't think this one says what the ABV is. Weird. It really? Yeah, you're right. What's going on with this brewery? 25 years old. I mean, come on, guys. Let's... Working on it. <laughs> 6.1. Okay. Hey. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah, I guess it feels, I mean, at this point, like ABV is kind of just like, eh. Um, like when it's around, like I can definitely, you can, I start to tend, I tend to feel the ABV or notice it a little bit more when they're like eight and above, 
but I feel like there's this window of like between five and seven. That's just like, everything's kind of the, so most of the time it's like, I can't really tell that huge of a difference. And if it's below five, it's like, okay, yeah, you could tell it's a lighter beer. That's the small window is what I'm stuck at. Cause I think that's probably what I drink the most of is stuff that's between five and 7%. Um, five and seven is my like creeping time of like cooking. That's when I have my first beer when I get home yeah. from work between five and seven. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the ABV five to seven between five and seven. There you go. So that's when I have my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that I, actually i like that you uh went with a stout so i originally um had another beer from watermark but i liked it too dang much that i drank it uh and i relied on clark uh clark gave you me dumb a, bastard yeah well clark gave me a beer uh it's called hurricane squeeze um which is clark what, what kind of beer is this i can't see in my my basement because it's so dark always oh i can see it's it now. A, just an ipa with grapefruit I believe yeah, it's a grapefruit IPA. That's seven and a half percent. But the beer that I bought originally to drink tonight was touching tires, which was also a uh, Clark recommendation. It it's like a session. It's it, what was that hazy? Considered? I mean, it's like a session. I'd call it a session hazy. I mean, it's a hazy IPA, but it's like four and a half percent, which is why I had a hard time not drinking it because you were spot on and you were very nice enough to give me uh, <laughs> extra can that you should have had. Um, and I, I drank it. it. It's, it's really good. Touching tires from watermark is the best sessionable, hazy, juicy IPA I've ever had. And I absolutely loved it. And I would love for watermark to please start selling in Chicago, please. I will be up there next week. Maybe I'll go get like 60 cans or something. That seems over the top, but a four pack would be 55. Okay. That sounds about right. Um, so yeah, what is so, it how, in four packs? How many four packs is that? 55. You're the guy who does the math. You, you, we don't mm-hmm. think you do all the, the, the heavy lifting. Brandon and I just go. Okay. So Working you figure out, out you, yeah, thank you. You <laughs> figure out the math while well, I talk about hurricane squeeze, which is a beer that you gave me. Uh, it's a grapefruit IPA from watermark. And as I was saying before, I think the break, uh, Watermark, ha- or after the break, I don't remember at this point. Uh, Watermark has become one of my favorite breweries in Michigan. Um, I've tried some hazy beers. I've tried uh, a pineapple smoked beer that I didn't think was good until I let it warm up a little bit. I've had barrel aged beers from them. I've had double IPAs from them. I have not had a bad beer from them yet. So if you have a chance, Check out Watermark in Michigan. It's, if you're in Chicago, it's a quick trip. You can go up there, grab some beer, have a beer, come on back safely, uh, drive through Indiana, but don't stop there. Um, so here we go. Hurricane Squeeze. I've not had this. Clark, you have your own feelings about it. And right off the bat, just smelling it. That is grapefruit to the max. Here we go. Hmm. This is like drinking straight up grapefruit juice that I don't dislike. Clark, I can understand your feelings on it. It's probably the only watermark beer I think I've seen that you didn't like, so to speak. Well, so I've had this. I bought a four pack. Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to get to 55. It didn't work out that way with a four, Ooh. couple four packs. Next time. But. 
working on it. The first one I drank uh, looks like the, the middle of August this summer, and I gave it, I gave it a four on Untapped, and I thought it was really good. I said it tastes like the sweet side of grapefruit mm-hmm. uh, in a good way, and I was drinking it down on the beach, and it was very tasty. Then I had one a week or two later. Uh, I don't know. It's it like lost carbonation or something, but that might have something to do with the grapefruit juice that they put in there. Mm. It just something wasn't hitting me right after I had it a few weeks after I bought it. This is, um, man. Do you guys remember when Ballast Point released all their, um, what is it? Um, Grapefruit Sculpin, right? Sculpin, yeah. All the Sculpin. And it was obnoxiously expensive because they were trying to bone every beer geek in the world (laughs) at that point. Uh, And Grapefruit Sculpin was like, $18 $18 for a six pack, which now in hindsight, really not that expensive uh, <laughs> for a six pack. Um, this um, man, I, I love this. This is like carbonated grapefruit juice with a little bit of sweetness. Um, it's a nice golden color to it. This is a solid IPA with grapefruit in there. I mean, the, the grapefruit aroma is almost overpowering like it's like biting into a (laughs) it's like taking a fresh grapefruit smelling it and then biting into it and be like oh look it's a carbonated grapefruit (laughs) are you a grapefruit fan in general Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um well that probably helps yeah i don't like eating grapefruit but i like the idea of grapefruit um in beers we in the brew club when we did the um Great Lakes Brewfest, we did Smooth Sailing, which is the pale ale that I did, which is the citra hopped pale ale with grapefruit juice that will send your heart to the sea. I'm reading from the official sign that we sent, uh, that we brought up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what I did was add like, I think 64 ounces of frozen 100% grapefruit juice to the actual kettle as I was chilling it. So there's like a lot of grapefruit juice in it. And I think citra and and grapefruit juice work very well together there's a lot of grapefruit in this this is definitely not a oh i'll i'll have an ipa that has like oh a hint of grapefruit if you don't like grapefruit you won't like this it's like if a coffee beer is like if you don't like coffee you won't like this don't drink this beer this is this is one of those beers where it's like if you do if you really don't like grapefruit don't drink this if you like grapefruit i think you'd really enjoy it um i'm uh I'm very happy with this. This is very refreshing. It's kind of weird to drink it uh, when it's like f- fucking 50 degrees out right now <laughs> at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Watermark, um, Watermark's hitting all the right notes and I look forward to drinking more beers from them. <sighs> Anybody yeah, else can say something. I mean, come on. Let's I go. Gonna, guys. Well, I was going to say is when this is, <laughs> when things get a little better, I definitely want to make the trip up to Watermark. Let's do uh, it. Yeah. Clark, 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 I mean, you and I were saying maybe we do a fall trip. Just saying. Oh, anytime. I've got my fanny pack. I'm ready to go. Clark and I colored in a picture. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know, at Watermark, they have a vending machine at the entrance. And in that vending machine are not your normal vending machine items. Uh, oftentimes, you'll find a pregnancy test. Uh, other items, uh, there's some, they have some candy. Uh, my boys it's, often like to the the drum on that one, but it's seriously, yeah, come on. but like those <laughs> sticky hands, you, you, those gel sticky hands that you can fling at a wall and they, those are awesome. Things. 
I got a lot of toys in there. We got a mustache set once over the summer. A lot of fun. But this time, they also have some mystery items. Ooh. They had a $20 mystery box. So I said, screw it. Ah. I've never done it before. I've been wondering. So I put $20 in. This mystery box drops. You open it up, and there are <laughs> crayons in there. That's and hilarious. Tony, what, did, what else did we see? A um, Like a strawberry shortcake kind of yeah, looking. Kind of, yeah. Coloring like book picture. Exactly. The three crayon colors were like purple, black, and red. Pinkish or red, yeah. Yeah. And it said, color in this picture and bring it to the bar for your prize. Yeah, but it gave a list of the prizes of what we were going to get. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which was stickers, two beer glasses, and a fanny pack. Ooh. And so Clark and I thought, hey, if we took our time, because we were getting ready to leave, if we took our time and colored this in very nice maybe they'll be like wow you guys really put the effort in here's a bonus thing here's the keys to the brewery and what happened when when we brought the the yeah the keys to the brewery what happened here's 55 beers um what happened when we brought the picture up there clark well they were surprised they called some guy over i guess the manager at the time and which they did weird. say something to the effect of, oh, well, the last guy that did this just kind of scribbled for two seconds and handed it to us. So I thought, OK, great. We're in. We're in. We did it. <laughs> We're going to get the supreme deluxe prize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, we still got a nice we still got the nice return, the fanny pack, which I did wear. And yeah, I was wearing it. Five. Yep. And what did they say? They go, who even wears a fanny pack? <laughs> To which my reply was, did you just say that as an adult to another adult? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we you got you got two beer glasses, some stickers, stickers that you didn't have before, um, the fanny pack, and a koozie. And you gave me the koozie, man. Well, I that's really right, the koozie. That. I forgot about the koozie. A nice little snifter, a Watermark-branded snifter, and a nice little uh, Watermark-branded, you know, just regular old tall beer glass, so. Yeah, we figured Sweet. that those those beer glasses are probably about eight bucks a piece. So that's sixteen dollars. Fanny pack had to be at least five. Yeah. You know, koozies maybe a buck. Stickers, I don't know, probably free. But you know, you got like two dollar bonus or three dollar bonus on that, man. You got it. So Brandon, when you join us, we're all gonna the three of us are gonna put in for the fifty dollar mystery bag. I'm in. It's 50 identical items for $50. Oh, that's what it was. Well, it'll change by then. They usually have something around $50. Oof. Yeah, we got to do Once, it. Over, over the summer, they had a 120-ounce jar of chocolate pudding. <laughs> and if <laughs> you ate all of that chocolate pudding in two hours, you got like a $100 gift card and your bill was free or something like that. And you die. That yeah. sounds like awesome and awful at the same time. Yep. Like, I love pudding, but not like that. I'm not like Carl Grimes, you know? I'm not going to eat that much pudding in one sitting on a rooftop, hoping that my, my beer tab is, is covered and I get a $100 gift certificate. But a $100 gift certificate to Watermark, it might be worth it. Might be worth that pudding. Mm-hmm. Overall, I will say that um, the beers that uh, I tried on my trip was great, and it was very nice. Thank you, Clark, uh, for uh, allowing me to go with you uh, to get uh, a little bit uh, away from reality almost um you and i also did something else that was fun that has nothing to do with this and brandon i, I messaged you uh, about it and i realized that the first time it was mentioned was the last uh halloween pumpkin beer episode or you know halloween beer episode we didn't call it a pumpkin beer episode because we only had we had three pumpkin beers one terrible one two decent ones and then 
the Ailman uh, salted caramel beer. And then the, do you guys remember we did the rogue dead guy barrel aged beer? Oh yeah. It tasted like iced tea with a shot of whiskey apparently. Um, But we had mentioned, Oh, you know what we should do is do a pumpkin spice bourbon County, which Clark and I uh, maybe regretfully the next morning decided that's what we were going to do. And for anybody who's got a bourbon County sitting around, it's very easy and it was very good. You just had a little, well, Clark, we actually, you actually had pumpkin spice, like McCormick pumpkin pie pumpkin spice. Yeah. spice. Yeah. We were going to do like, try and find cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, whatever, and throw it in there. But you actually had like a pumpkin spice jar. <laughs> I might have that. Yeah. Um, we're always so, ready. Always ready. You're like, one day we're going to want to do uh, uh, <laughs> the, the pumpkin spice bourbon County. We got to get the pumpkin spice seasoning jar. It was very good. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was nice to get away and, and have a basically the only vacation that I've, I've pretty much had for this year during 2020. And Brandon, I could imagine that maybe you had the same feeling getting a chance to, to kind of get away, have some time off of work and spend time with family outside of your own home. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was a nice way to kind of reset. Um, so that was good. And then, you know, now being back, you know, back into the swing of things, it's actually, it's nice too, because uh, my mother-in-law actually came back with us. So she's going to stay with there. Us for yeah, two your, weeks. your mother-in-law is there now, which is um, very nice. Which is helpful because, you know, we're quarantining for two weeks. So we've got our kid home. So we needed somebody to wrangle him. It worked out perfectly. Mother-in-laws are the best. So um, anytime uh, Clark is trying to find some information for us. This is the perfect clip that should be played. I'm right on top of that, Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if anybody knows that's from, it is from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, you shouldn't have said it. You shouldn't have said it. I think we should just let Uh, let people guess. Oh, you should edit it out. (laughs) Yeah, if anybody knows where that's from, uh, we'll send you a coaster and a sticker. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what I want to do. I know, Brandon, by the way, thank you for... uh, procuring uh coasters and stickers for us uh clark how many do you have coasters and stickers from us i do i'm using one right now can you give them back yeah can we (laughs) back because we're about to go ahead and start giving those away uh i thought about it today people who are listening if you guys have suggestions for shows or uh of the likes um an idea for a show we'd be happy to send you a coaster and a sticker uh, that's an official thing here. Mike, you are immediately disqualified. Uh, you cannot ask for that. You already have uh, those. I think actually I gave Mike one of the big stickers too. So, hmm. but yeah. I've got a former neighbor that actually might work out as a decent guest. I think, Tony, I told you what's oh, going on yes. with him. Yeah, I mean, it, and um, we have yet to do a full-on homebrew show. We do, you know, I, listening to last year's show, I forget that the Malting Hour hasn't always been the malting hour all last year was the 212 round table which was you know when we were doing the 212 brew club which kind of still exists but only in theory uh the malting hour has kind of just become its own thing um we were way more focused on the homebrewing aspect and we we do want to come back to that but yeah i i still want to do a full on or we want to do a, a full on uh homebrew show and yes clark you are correct. It would be nice to have him uh, on there. That guy you're talking about. Ooh, mystery guest. Yeah. His name's Lincoln. 
And he has his beers pouring at Pilot Project now. Abe Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, it's Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln is pouring beers at Pilot Project, which Pilot Project uh, was brought to my attention by my uh, old beer uh, friend, Dan, um, who wanted to get us in there. It just never worked out because apparently everybody had it locked up. But Lincoln got in. Nice. But anyways, yeah, that would uh, that would be a, a good idea. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. Well, I think uh, I think this show has run its course, and again, we've gone well over an hour. With I mean, I've got more beers I can drink. I, I mean, if you, you want to talk, drink a beer, if you want, I mean, if you, get, <laughs> you want to talk about other beer, I'm I'm down to talk about. No, it. No, no, no. We going through uh, last year's <laughs> Bourbon County lineup right now. Or oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, let's, do it. let's do it. Actually, I got to be honest. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm, I would like to to make this. You guys ready for this? <laughs> I want to make this uh, statement now. I don't think Prop Day is going to happen. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Clark, you and I have discussed this idea, and I think Brandon and I discussed it with you as well. But I think it only makes sense for us to do our own French press Prop Day because Prop Day. <sighs> It's not going to be the same. There's no way it's going to be anywhere what we're uh, used to, what we're expecting. I don't know what they're going to do, yeah. uh, but it won't be the big gathering of people hanging out, drinking variants and and being able to talk about it. And last year, Brandon, you and I, we did our own like pre-prop day and then post-prop day. We tried to do a regular prop day, but that recorder I had sucked. Uh, but I think this year we're going to do a... Um, a Bourbon County blowout with uh, making our own uh, prop variants. So that'll be our prop. Do it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yummy. All right. Well, uh, Clark, welcome, uh, you know, to, to, to the show, even though you've been on the show, but you know, now you're, now you're here. Welcome to having a, a purpose. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having a purpose on the show. Aside from drinking and talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll find that purpose working on it. Actually, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you everybody for continuing listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check out the melting hour.com. Uh, Brandon and I have discussed how we can really make that website uh, something for you to actually go to other than clicking on it and listening to the show. Um, but we'll be updating that. But be sure to follow all of us. Uh, number one, The Malting Hour on Facebook, TheMaltingHour.com, The Malting Hour on Instagram. Brandon, where can people find you? Uh, BW81 on Twitter, uh, and I think BMW81 on Instagram. Excellent. Clark, where can people find me? Clark? It's my Whose turn is it? Uh, well, Clark, I'm saying, where can how Who's can people turn? find me? No, it's my turn, but I want Clark to tell oh, me to find me. Because the last time I, I Tony loves beer sixty nine. I mean, yes, that's Sorry. the joke, but I don't remember. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I, Tony loves beer sixty nine and untapped. Uh, I am. Oh, is that my a, job now that I have to actually give out your actual? That was kind of like a know. like, hey, can you do that for me? But it's fine. I'm the Ace of Phelps. T H E A S A P H E L P S. On Twitter, I think it's the same thing on Instagram. Yeah, uh, no, hold on, hold on. Nope, I'm looking right now. Instagram, it's just Asa Phelps Chicago. Ah, two different things. So Asa yeah. Phelps Chicago on Instagram. I'll upgrade, I'll upgrade, update all that. Asa Phelps Chicago on Instagram. 
the Ace of Phelps on Twitter. And that's it. Just follow us. And Clark, how can people kind of follow you? I guess if they're interested. Like I make it very follow. simple for everyone. Untapped, Instagram, Twitter. That's about it. Clarkowski. Clark O W S K I. And by Ooh. the way, Clark, I want to say this to you. I'm gonna this is official. I'm bummed the Sox lost today. Yeah, it's all good. It's a weird, weird, weird feeling, weird season. It's cool. It was supposed to good. be the Sox and the Cubs in the World Series. That was that's my dream. I don't think the Cubs are gonna make it either, but I'm just bummed the Sox didn't make it either, man. It'll be fine. Let's all give a virtual Everything's hug. okay. Everybody give a virtual hug right now. Ready? Arms out. <gasps> Bring it in. <sighs> Thank you. Now, but it, hey, there's still baseball, so let's be happy about that. Here's a 3 0. Nick Foles starting it up. Here we go, baby. Right All right. Top of that, Rose. Shit. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Malting Hour. Brandon, I love you. Love you too, man. Clark, you're all right, man. I appreciate you. That's that's my new thing. I always say, Brandon, I love you. And now it's going to be Clark. You're all right, man. Perfect. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Keep looking to the stars, right? Bye. Bye.